if someone wants to sleep with you, that's fine. You just, mm -hmm. you don't have to lay down. Ready? Ready. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the podcast that pulls no punches and ain't about hunches. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another installment, guys. I'm your host, Jameson Mercier, Doctor of Marriage and Family Therapy, Licensed Clinical Social Worker. And that chuckle you hear in the background is none other than our <laughs> dear Mia Terrazis. I'm sorry, guys, if I just broke your eardrums. I didn't think you was going to keep recording. So I'm sorry. Um, it's me. Hi. Yes, it's me. Hi, it's me. Yes. Hi, it's me. <laughs> that castle was me. It was. It was. And thank you guys for joining us for another episode another installment of the weekend edition um hopefully it's a beautiful day wherever you are thank you for bringing us with you whatever it is you're doing we appreciate it um before we jump into our episode today i i want to remind you guys about the well two things this is a series that we're doing about unsolicited advice so you got to keep listening Ooh. You definitely want to go back and catch the first one. And after you've done that, by the time you've listened to them all, you'll be ready for <laughs> the webinar that's coming at the end of the month. So remember, the webinars are the last Wednesdays of every month. So make sure you look out for that and be prepared to join us in chat. Okay. Now, on to our show today. We're talking about unsolicited advice. Okay, last time we talked about the advice that we give to newlyweds and new couples. And today we're talking about the unsolicited advice that I say we, like we as a society, that we tend to give. The collective we. Yes, the collective we, that we tend to give single people. Mm-hmm. And, it, well, I won't, I won't say too much. All I know is we have our resident single person. Um, <laughs> although, although you know, uh, is, is that still the current status, Miss Mia? It's still the current status. Okay. All right. As of today's date. <laughs> okay. As of this recording. <laughs> As of this recording. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be talking about some advice that we give single people, um, not just women, but men too. And and perhaps, you know, we need to continue or maybe we just, you know, need to shut the hell up. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we will see for sure. All right. So, Mia, we were chatting a bit before we hit record. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you actually had an interesting take on this. I did. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I was in a very long um, relationship, um, situationship. I know Jameson is like, whatever you want to call it, however mm -hmm. you want to label this person. Um, 
for, it was not an off relationship for 15 years. And, um, there wow, is an episode. Wow, wow. Whoa. You know, I forgot that it was that long. Oh, you did? Wow. Mia. It's like half my life. I know. Wow. I know. I know. <laughs> It was a long time. That, it that, was a very long time. That's long enough to be vested and retired from a job and still get a pension. Yeah. Some people said it's longer than some marriages. And um, yes. So I was in a relationship of sorts for <laughs> about 15 years. And um, we had... Um, Jameson and I had talked about it before in length on a previous episode. Um, and we just did a, a, um, episode rewind. Is that what you called it? Episode rewind. Yeah. Um, two weeks ago. So you can catch the original, um, recording that I did that talked a lot about what had gone on and all of that. And the title of that was after the love is gone. And I was talking to Jameson and I said, you know, it's funny that we did that because I wish that we could um, explore it again, because I feel like I was fresh out of that relationship when I did the recording and I felt good enough to talk about it back then. And now it's a year later and there's so many things that happen Um in a long-term relationship like that or coming out of one, even um, a year later. And one of those things while we're on the topic of unsolicited advice was I'm getting a whole shit ton of unsolicited advice. Tell it girl, tell it. (laughs) So, um, and it's, and it's what I'm finding about unsolicited advice is generally given with best intentions. At least Mm -hmm. that's been my experience. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just like, when do you stop doing that? (laughs) Um, but anyway, I just, during this time and then being single, I have experienced a new lens, if you will. Okay. And um, I'm back into the dating game, which I've talked about it and been very candid about it um, on the podcast. And um, it brings up some things for me, but it also brings up things for my family um, and my friends that have happened in the past with, you know, my on and off again relationship or any in between relationships I've had. And I get a lot of advice about what not to do. Oh, um, what not to do. Um, so like what not to repeat or what not to do like brand new. Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. What not to do, um, in terms of, cause you know, I've been out of the dating game for quite some time. So there's a lot of advice of, okay, well, you don't want to do this and you don't want to, um, you know, give the impression that you're, you know, interested in this, or you don't want to come off too strong for this, or, you know, you don't want to, you know, 
start things off like extra flirty. Cause then it could mean he only wants to sleep with you. And then that's a whole nother thing. So there's that. And then there's, but, but, but just, just on that note though, and, and don't forget uh, where you're headed, but mm-hmm. I mean, is it a bad thing if someone wants to sleep with you? <laughs> I mean, let's, I mean, that's, that's, and that's an honest question. Because I mean, I, I guess if you want to, it's welcomed, but if not, then it's like, I mean, I mean, if we, if we're honest here yeah. at any given point, there are perhaps a handful <laughs> of people who hope and wish they could sleep with someone. Yeah. But the other person doesn't have to oblige them. True. <laughs> I guess in, and I guess in its simplest form, it's like a nice, you, you you feel desired, I guess, or you can feel desired or someone thinks you're the object of their affection. And or, or I guess their, in, or, their, or their lust or whatever, you know, right. that is not new. And so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just felt like I had to throw that in there because if someone wants to sleep with you, that's fine. You just, mm-hmm. you don't have to lay down. <laughs> that's true I think it's just like there's just such an overwhelming amount of unsolicited advice like I haven't even really explored the dating scene in quite some time so I'm still you know shaky with it and Mm. it's definitely a mindset and so when I get in this plethora of unsolicited advice it can be very overwhelming and give me some anxiety to be truthful um because i'm now i'm thinking about 50 other million things that i otherwise probably wouldn't have thought of and um it's kind of hard to stay present Mm. yeah because i'm thinking about what my mom said or what my you know my sister said or what my best friend said Um, I see. I see. Your flow is off. Yeah. And so it definitely, um, you know, when you are meeting up with someone and your head's all over the place, it's really hard to even like try to have a connection with someone or try to engage in conversation when you're like, oh, they warned me about this or, oh, you know, he's already doing this. And so you kind of already have like that preconceived idea of what that means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the best, the best uh, visual I have of that is, and, and for, if you, if you drive manual transmission, you know what I mean? Um, when you start driving manual transmission, there are so many things going on in your head mm. that you ultimately end up stalling the engine. Ooh right? You got to get the clutch engaged and the gas going just right. But at the same time, you need to shift gears as to not burn the clutch and you still need to steer. So literally all of your limbs are engaged. Left hand on the steering wheel, right hand on the gear knob, left foot on the clutch, right foot on the gas. It's a great example. And that's the dating scene for when you're trying to steer. (laughs) Right. And you're trying to navigate that. Right. So I totally get it. Yeah. And it's already like coming out of a relationship um, 
that was so long and literally half of my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I already have some anxieties going back into dating. And so having the extra advice floating around in my head um, is n- also not easy to na- to just navigate my own feelings with it and other people's feelings about it. Right, right. Did any of the unsolicited advice you receive come with that understanding that it had been 15 years of your life and that, you know, any advice you get should kind of come with an understanding of that context? You know, I don't know if it was that intentional or if it was just, I feel like, you know, I, as in like the person giving me advice, um, feels like they have something that they could offer to me going into it, mm-hmm. um, or something that they've taken from their own relationship that they liked and then are then trying to pass it on to me so that I could get something or look for something or find something that was similar in that way. Yeah. But I don't know if it, if I would say it was that intentional of like having a context of like the 15 years versus um, just spouting off things that I should do. Spouting off garbage. <laughs> you know? Which really, and I ask that because that's been, that's my experience as well. And it doesn't matter who you are. The, mm-hmm. the, the advice rarely is tailored for you yeah that's a good point it's very generic and just kind of like off the rack Mm -hmm. yeah it's also one of those things where like especially when you're dating and you're trying to like that's a pretty intimate thing right and or what i've noticed is that you're putting yourself out there and people use that phrase all the time like putting yourself out there and you really are like, you have to be like, you're being vulnerable with someone that you're not, you don't really know all that well, or, you know, giving them a little something mm-hmm. to see if there's the possibility of a connection or a spark, if you will. And so there's going into it, there's already, um, I mean, you, I've been trying really hard to not get in my head about it. Like you don't have to put this immense amount of pressure on just meeting someone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find that, you know, I want to not do, repeat some of the same things that I've done in the past. And then having that reinforcement too, by family or friends or onlookers or whatever, like, um, makes it all that more challenging and overwhelming. Oh, kind of like there, I told you so. Kind of. Yeah. Or just, you know, they, and a lot of my friends too, like will will say that they want what's best for me. And I know what didn't, wasn't best for me. So I'm still trying to figure out what that is. Yeah. So your <laughs> version of best for me is, I don't know what that is or what that looks like. And I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. No, I'm I'm really interested. The whole idea of I wanting what's the best for you, mm-hmm. um, because my understanding of what that has come to mean is really 
what's best for you by way of me. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that is simply that I don't get hurt so that I don't have to call you at the middle in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's so that I don't hook up with a, another loser Mm-hmm. That now forces you to worry about me because you care about me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that not that those are bad things, but or even that they're conscious of that. Rarely are rarely are they. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it's it's what's best for them, just kind of cloaked in what's best for you. Yeah. But what's best for you cloaked in what's best for them. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. Because there's no way you know what's good for me. You have an idea. Right. And even that right. idea could be jacked up. It's true. And, you know, I I also think that there's a lot of projecting that goes on as well. Mm, and, yes. you know, um, like I have seen people give unsolicited advice to single people or people that are dating or um for what they have wanted. Mm, like in giving the past. like vicarious to the person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, make sure, like, you know, maybe they're married. Let's just give you an example. Like, maybe they're married and their husband does something that was really irritating, but they loved it when they were dating. So mm. now the single person gets the unsolicited advice of, well, make sure that they, I don't know, really love doing laundry because that's a liability if you guys like, like link up forever. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like you're saying, like just pouring out things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You often, um, you often hear about starting something that you can't continue or sustain. Yeah. Or even communication styles, like, you know, make sure that you get someone or, or you find someone that's willing to talk about, their feelings and I'm like well that's a loaded thing because there's so many people I would I'd be out of a job if I could (laughs) if people learned how to do that effectively and 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 what a lot of people's advice does though is it takes you and whomever this potential person is Mm -hmm. and it captures you guys in a moment yeah and then stretches it over a lifetime as if to say people don't freaking change yeah. Because who he is or who she is now is who he or she will be tomorrow and mm-hmm. in 10 years and mm-hmm. in 15 years. That's true. That's a good point. I mean, that's a really good point because, you know, even a year, <laughs> Mia last year is a lot different than Mia right now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We are all different after a year of COVID. Yes, absolutely. And so when we talk about make sure that they are this, mm-hmm. well, damn, they are this right now, but anything can happen and they could be different. Yeah. It's true. And I also feel like pacing is a thing for me. I noticed that like, what do you mean by me, pacing? So I mean, like the uns, like the advice that I was getting is like when you're trying to date someone seriously, and I'm just 
starting to dip my toe into this. So just having going on dates is a big deal for me. Mm. And so when you start to put that kind of pressure, like, oh, you know, I know that this is what you want because you've talked about it before and you want to get married. Like that's the end goal. And so I'm still trying to wrap my head around the starting line, which is talking to someone different, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so there's just a lot of that, you know, like you're setting yourself up for marriage, which I ultimately, I think back in the day, that was what it was for. You know, you link up, you get married and now there's just so many things like you, you don't necessarily have to get married. There's so many versions of togetherness now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're just beginning, you don't really know what's going to jive with you yet. Or maybe you're just trying to figure that out. Hey, guys. Originally, this conversation with Mia and I was um, supposed to be one conversation, and we ran kind of long. And I'm realizing just how full of nuggets the conversation was in totality. So rather than continue and give you the whole thing at one time, what we're doing is this is part one, and part two will be next week. But that's not because we want to tease you or anything. There's just so much to process and to kind of review. So this is going to be the end of this part one. And you may hate me for it, but you'll thank me later. So make sure you come back for part two of this very same conversation where we'll pick up right where we left off. If you have people who you know could benefit from this, let them know. Get them caught up on this part one and be ready for part two. All right, guys. Thank you. I can just kind of hear the eyes rolling, but you'll thank me later. Love you guys. Let me know in the comments and the reviews and check us out over on the Relationship Renegade podcast on Instagram. Can't wait to hear from you guys. Take care of yourselves. Bye now.